And there it goes. That was a classical song. Perfect. All right. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. On my right-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. What a boy! And today on the Rock and Roll Podcast, we have Nuclear Winter, the second time they're going to be on this show. And they've got a new EP called Stormscapes, which released on July 15th via MMD Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Gary himself, back on the couch to chat about all things Nuclear Winter, what he's been up to. We can chat about a couple of tracks off of the new EP. So, Gary, welcome back onto the show. Oh, hi. Thanks, John. It's great to be back chatting with you and Gabriel. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the chat. Beautiful. Absolutely. I was going to look up really quick the last time that you were on. It feels like it was just yesterday, though. Yeah, it was a little while. I'm trying to think. Um, Yeah, about a couple of months, was it? Um, Can't remember. (laughs) Yeah, looks like we chatted in February. So that would have been the last release that uh, you would have had. Wow, okay, yeah. So time does go faster than you imagine. (laughs) (laughs) It sure does when you're in a nuclear winter. Totally. Now, go ahead and take us through... What it was that you put together here, Gary, I know that that is kind of like a big, wide open, swinging question, but I guess, you know, when it comes to releasing material, artists these days have so many choices. They could just pop out a single. They could, you know, do an EP like you did, or, you know, you could have come out with a full album with, you know, vinyl releases in 12 different colors. There's so many different options these days. I guess take us through why an EP and what did you set out to create with Stormscapes? Okay, I think the idea with Stormscapes, um, after finishing Night Shift, was I wanted to create something that was um, that I could produce um, quicker um, and not just spend months and months working on songs. So the idea was to try and put together cool songs that didn't take as much work as, as Night Shift um, and keeping the ideas fairly like simple um, without sort of affecting the overall song. So it's basically... Yeah, just an idea to get um, an EP out with a few songs. Because if I was going to work on a full album, it would have been uh, months or probably a year or so before I would have released something. So this was kind of like an in-between. So, yeah, there was Night Shift, then this in-between EP before I released the next full album. Mm-hmm. Kind of an interesting question, but... Are these tracks by chance kind of like breadcrumbs from Night Shift? Is it kind of like picking up where you left off, or is this like totally brand new ideas? I know it wasn't uh, bread breadcrumbs or what I call scrap metal. (laughs) 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 No, these these were just new ideas. I thought um, let me just try and simplify things down. Um, Just use one guitar sound, one drum kit, um, and just work with that, and just try and get these songs out sort of as quickly as I could without obviously affecting just the standard of them. So yeah, no, it was just an idea on its own, sort of its own entity. Okay. Now, speaking of these entities, let's go ahead and chat about the tracks on the EP, and specifically two that we were going to chat about today are The Wide Water and The Northern Winds. So I guess take mm-hmm. us through The Wide Water. What is The Wide Water? Okay, well... This song, okay, lyrically, is um, it's fairly straightforward. It's just basically about a guy who's lost, um, or someone who's lost a loved one at sea, and they sort of go out and 
sort of yearn for a connection with their spirit or ghost or whatever, and how they feel a calling that that spirit wants them to join them. A kind of uh, so he should feel like he should go and drown himself as well in the sea to join his loved one. Um, but in the end of the song, he realizes no, he's got. Um, pulls himself together and says he's not going to succumb to, to that, he's not going to go and commit suicide and sort of uh, take control of the situation himself, even though he's still longing for uh, his loved one. This is very poetic, Gary. I mean, you sound bashful when you're saying it, but this is incredibly poetic. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that, that was the basic idea behind the song. And I just wanted to include that one because a lot of the reviews I got on the album they said that was one of the better songs, or at least the best one on, on the album, so that's why I wanted, wanted to include it. Um, but that was the basic idea behind it. Um, just someone not succumbing to the calling of a, a past loved one. Mm-hmm. The sirens at the sea, although maybe that's something slightly different than you know the ghost of a loved one at sea, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a, a common topic, I guess, of the sea causing madness in men. Hmm. Of which I have no understanding because I'm not from the sea, Gary. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm from a landlocked country, so I'm not too sure. <laughs> well, and I was going to ask, is this something that you've experienced personally? But, I mean, if you're from a landlocked country yourself, then... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think it's just the idea. It's kind of a nice melancholic uh, thing to <clears throat> talk about. Yeah, we... You know, the interesting thing, Gary, is you mentioned, you know, no, I'm not going to commit suicide. I was like, whoa, 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 it's not suicide. He's just joining his loved one at the sea. It's it's almost crazy how when we poetically say, like, no, no, no I'm going to go join her. She's out there. It's not yeah. suicide. It's almost like it's not suicide at that point. And then when you mentioned it's suicide, I was like, whoa, buddy. Yeah, no, like, you know, you're right. You're right. No, it is more just a, a re- reunion, I guess, rather than anything bad. Aw, <laughs> a reunion of souls. Yeah. <laughs> now, lyrically, is that the kind of concept that permeates through the entire EP, or is this a one-off thing? Uh, that's kind of a one-off thing. I tried to make each of the, the songs have a different topic, at least. Um, yeah, so no, it's not a, a theme that you will see throughout. Okay. Mm. Now, when it comes to the Northern Winds, mm. what is this track about? Are the winds from the north also saying something yeah this is um, again a metaphorical um, storm I guess it's um, the idea on this one was how someone or something even the world can sort of turn its back on you and you left out in the cold on your own um, so that's sort of the metaphorical winter and the winds how you just left to kind of deal with things yourself and the idea later on in the song is um, even though you put in a situation, the only person you can fully rely on is yourself, and you're the only one who can get you out, get yourself out of this uh, bad situation that you've been left in by either someone or the world or just events or something. So although it's kind of a, a black metal track, which should be kind of depressing and everything, it's kind of a, um, yeah, towards the end of the, towards the end of the song, it's more positive. You can kind of yeah realize you you got yourself to rely on, and you can find your way from there that's more or less what the idea of it was yeah that's actually incredibly positive you mentioned it started off kind of sad but then it obviously gets really quite positive and um what was i gonna say i don't know is there anything in particular that kind of maybe set that off like 
you know, reaching towards the goals of maybe even just nuclear winter? Um, I suppose it could be, I suppose, but um, stuff I've experienced myself and just realized that uh, these things can happen and yeah, yeah, you're the best person to sort of rely on to you know, get on top of things. And yeah, I think, yeah, that's more or less <laughs> how mm-hmm. it came about. I mm-hmm. I'm reminded of a, a quote from the movie Pursuit of Happiness. I know it's in the book. And I recommend the book for anybody who wants to read it. Uh, um, the movie does a fairly decent job of um, reenacting the book. But it, the line is, what if the cavalry isn't coming and it is entirely up to you to get out of whatever mess you are in? Mm, that, that's very, yeah, that fits perfectly. And I did, I think I, I did see the movie, um, but not the full thing. I saw part of it. Okay. But yeah, no, that. That sounds like it's got the same, very similar idea. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sweet. Now, so we've chatted about a couple of tracks here, The Wide Water and Northern Winds, and then there's three other tracks on the EP. And I guess I'm, I'm curious, Gary, why these two tracks to chat about uh, as opposed to any of the others? Well, the first um, song on the, tr- on the album, Hearts of Stone, I had done a few um, interviews with that's the only song we spoke about. So I didn't want to just go over that one again. It just seems that one has been done and dusted. <laughs> so I wanted to focus on the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> and then the covers, yeah, the covers, New York, New York and um, Africa. Those were just kind of done as a, a fun thing, just a fun attempt to try and see what I could do with, with the original songs without yeah, making them like too crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just like, I like the idea of New York, New York, just as a, um, a thing to try and tackle vocally because I haven't really done much clean singing before this point and I thought that's a cool song to actually attempt to try and see what I can do so yeah it was more or less a test <laughs> a test track to see how I could get things to sound and then Africa that was just another fun one just kind of uh, I like the original songs um, structure and I thought it could work quite well as a heavy song so that's yeah, that was my attempt at producing a heavier version of Africa. Mm-hmm. Well, who doesn't love that song? I mean, come on. That's right. So it's quite a dangerous song to actually try and cover because, you know, people are going to be very crit- critical of it. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Some people didn't like it. Others thought, yeah, this is quite cool. But anyway, it was just um, a fun thing for me to try anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of these that struck... One of the things that struck me, Gary, was the cover songs are also locations in the world. Was that done on purpose? Uh, not really, no. no. <laughs> I think New York, New York was just, um, I've always liked that song, so that was just a, a cool one for me to choose. And then it was suggested to me that um, I give Africa a try, just obviously being from Zimbabwe and, yeah, <laughs> in Africa, that would be a cool one to actually cover, so that's why I chose this one. Mm-hmm. Now, excuse my geographical ignorance, but they, they talk about Mount Kilimanjaro. You're not, are you close to there? No, no, that's, yeah, a bit further away. You know that in Kenya? I have like no idea. <laughs> Tanzania. Apparently it's on in Tanzania. Yeah, that's my Right. 
the volcano right now. Would you scared because you do not want to fall into a volcano. Don't want to fall into a volcano, that's for sure. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, now, Gary, one of the big questions I would normally ask this time of the year is about all the shows and festivals and tours and, you know, bras and panties that were thrown on stage uh, at you. Uh, but coronavirus has definitely changed the landscape of the world this year. So um, since the CP came out in July, is this kind of what you've been focusing on already? Did did the, the events of the year not really change too much for you? Or were there some things that you've been cooking up because you've got maybe more free time? Yeah, no, that's true. In fact, um, since I'd finished this EP and with the, now the lockdown, I have had more time to try and work on new tracks. So currently I've actually got four new songs, which I'm putting towards a full album. So yeah, that's going to be hopefully out early next year. Okay. So, I guess, interesting question, because from the beginning you said, you know, it'd be faster if I just come out with an EP. So, if you've already got four new songs, why an album instead of coming out with an EP? Another EP. <laughs> yeah, and I found with this um, lockdown and not uh, other stuff happening, and I can, if I can just sit and focus on working on a, a song, I can get one done sort of within three to four weeks. So, that's what I'm trying to do while I've got the inspiration now and, and the extra time. I'm just trying to do as much as I can and yeah because otherwise uh, what happened on like night shift was I do a bit and then months later come back to the same song and work on a bit and it just was kind of sporadic getting that that album produced and then you kind of lose <coughs> the original sorry <coughs> the original idea of the song and trying to figure out how to continue where you left off so I found it's actually better to work while I've got the idea and try and get it done as quickly as possible before yeah, I'm trying before the idea is lost. <laughs> okay. Very, uh, very, very, very cool stuff there, Gary. Now, I guess without giving out too much, what can we expect from the album that is formulating? Well, my main aim is to try and make it better than Stormscapes. Um, the songs are going to have more um, stuff in them, I think, more sense and more vocal layers and so just I'm trying to make it a bigger production than what Stormscapes was. It'll probably be a bit more industrial, maybe not so black metalish. Yeah, so back to being industrial and a bit more melodic hopefully there. <laughs> so that's what I'm aiming for at the moment. Okay. And then something you mentioned was you were experimenting with clean singing. Is that something we should expect on the album to come? Definitely, yes. I am trying to improve on the clean singing and the so far the current four songs have quite a good balance of clean versus death vocals, whereas Night Shift and Stormscapes was predominantly just the, the harsh vocals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of a silly question, but do you enjoy working solo? Or is, is there a chance for maybe some guest musicians to come up? Mm, I do enjoy, enjoy working on my own. <laughs> I think I like having control of everything. Um, but no, definitely, if, um, towards the end of the album, if there was um, a session drummer or someone who was keen to replace um, the electronic drums, that would be really cool. Um, but I think generally the guitars and vocals, um, and since that, I like having full control of myself. Um, and at least if anything, goes, if anything goes wrong, I've only got myself to blame, really. Oh, no. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, no, I think it's cool. But also with the, the lockdown, 
if I was dealing with uh, other band members, I think it would be it would be quite difficult trying to yeah get stuff wow. done. So yeah, people have Even hearts not, of stone, Gary. I think so. <laughs> um, my friend Chris um, from Dividing the Elements, who's um, yeah, he's also had this problem right now, just really struggling to get like the band together and work on ideas because of the lockdown and yeah. So I think for now, working as a solo project, it's it's working out better for me anyway. Okay. Well, very cool stuff there, Gary. And that concludes all of the questions that I have. So unless there's anything that I didn't bring up that you wanted to chat about, please let me know. Otherwise, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Sure. No, thanks. I've uh, enjoyed being on the show.